1: Everybody, welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach, and as always, I'm joined by Christian Garcia. Hola. We're still here, bitches. <laughs> Thought you got rid of us. <laughs> Thought you got rid of us, but we're back, baby. Uh yeah, we took a bit of a bit of a hiatus there for a minute. Um, and it wasn't wasn't planned or anything. It was just uh, you know, life happening. Uh, you know, we got the holidays were very busy. Um, And then after the holidays, I immediately got COVID. And (laughs) after getting over COVID, I then injured my back. And it's just been nonstop fun since then. So, you know, we're back. Thanks for, uh, you know, sorry for the long break. Thanks for coming back and listening. Make sure you like and subscribe, all that good stuff. We do appreciate it. We're going to get right back into it without further ado. Um, And we have obviously missed quite a bit of stuff. So, Uh, We will be probably gradually releasing episodes about things that might have happened in the past um, because there's, you know, stuff to talk about, of course. But today we're going to be talking about Mr. Fantastic himself. Pedro Pascal has been announced, outed, if you will, by SAG-AFTRA as Reed Richards in the new Fantastic Four movie coming out for Marvel Studios. So we'll be talking about that, but... I mean it wouldn't be Nerds as Friends if we didn't do some nerdy confessions, right, Christian? Hey. All right. Well, why don't you start us off? I'm sure you have something that's been a while.
0: Uh yeah. Um, uh, so I've been uh pretty addicted to Monopoly Go and um been playing with a couple folks and it's
1: I don't understand the new fascination with Monopoly because uh my friend just my friend Joe just had me download
0: Monopoly. It wasn't Monopoly Go though, it's like legit monopoly on the phone i I don't know man Uh, this one it's um you're just straight you're rolling you land on uh, pieces you gain money and then you buy like you upgrade um certain areas and then once you complete the board you move on to another uh area but so you play with people so people can attack your buildings and then you have to essentially fix it or people can steal your money which i don't remember that being well i guess neither attacking buildings in monopoly but yeah
1: no it's more you, you just like stay in a building yeah. pay
0: rent so it's it's uh it's kind of fun you know a couple of us have had like oh you attack me so uh i'm going to attack you like four or five times oh you attack me four or five times i'd attack you until like all your buildings are wrecked you know fuck <laughs> uh, so it's um it's definitely, like, it's continuous. I don't know how many levels. I think I'm on, like, level, like, 40 or something. I know people who are, like, at 100 and something. Wow. I think it's, like, one of those candy crush things. Like, there's no end. You just keep going.
1: Yeah, I remember that with the candy crush days where people are like, oh, what level are you on? You're like, oh,
0: 537. You're like, dear God, <laughs> stop playing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, pretty, uh, it's pretty addicting. But, like, what sucks is, like, once you run out of rolls, you know, you got to wait, like, I don't know, like, uh, 20 minutes for, like, eight more rolls, and eight rolls in the beginning is pretty good, but then you start getting to the point where it's like, man, I need shit, and you can start rolling for, like, it's kind of like slot machines where you can roll, like, ten rolls at a time. Oh, okay. So then you're, you know, when you do get money, you know, you get way more. yeah. I've only, I'm proud to say I've only sunk like probably like five bucks into it. But I'm not.
1: It's one of those ones where you can like pay to roll early and stuff. Yeah.
0: But and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing that shit. So um, now if I get it, you can put up shields too. You can have shields. So if someone attacks you, it kind of blocks them. So now I was like, all right, I got four shields up, you know, that at least prevent me from getting like four of my buildings wrecked. So now I just gotta, I gotta wait. And there's many games that are in there that are, that are pretty fun, but uh, I actually just downloaded another game to play while I wait for my rolls. Um, it's called They Are Coming. I didn't realize that was a name until right now, <laughs> but it's <laughs> it's a zombie game, and it's um, it kind of it, it's not even like eight bit. It's like kind of like Atari graphics, but okay. you're you're going down the road and you get weapons and zombies are coming towards you and you can like shoot them. Uh, you can upgrade your weapons, you can kick and you can like, you have one melee weapon. Uh, and that one's pretty fun. Um, and particularly I, I think users can make weapons cause people have made like Lucille and people have made, oh nice yeah, you can have like a dog and you can upgrade the dog to like a tiger and, um, so like, and you can see like what they do, like how strong it hits, the penetrating power, the stopping power. Um, yeah, that one's pretty fun. And that one you can just you can just keep going. The only thing with that one is you you can't get more money. It's just you gotta go through the stupid ads. Ads, yeah,
1: for sure. The classic, you know, mobile game, you know, structure. It's like, oh yeah, now that we have you hooked, now you gotta wait, or you can watch this ad or you can just hit the little thing it's just a dollar like how much is a dollar and i the next actually thing, you paid, know it's like 240 dollars you're like god damn
0: i paid the two dollars to no more ads to get the extra but i was like you know what? whoever made the game this is a good game like you, yeah. don't, you don't have to sink any more into that than the two bucks it's like why yeah. not two bucks whoever made it, like it's worth it
1: absolutely well that's cool well minor nerd confession uh is video game related as well though this one is on a computer um It's a game that's
0: sweeping the world, Christian. Pal World. You mentioned that during during, uh, Magic. Oh, my God. People, like, tweet about it. I have no idea what it is, though. Well, I'm here to tell you exactly what it is. Um, So,
1: Pal World has been uh, often described as uh, Pokemon with guns. And, um, which is not incorrect. uh, But, essentially, it's a... It's a computer game, um, that's on Steam and Xbox uh, Game Pass. You know, so either Xbox or PC players can play on that. And um, it's made. It was made by this um company. Oh, I don't. I don't remember the name of the uh company. It's like something. It's something almost close to uh a Pocket Pair. It's what it's called, Pocket Pair. And it's a group of like forty dudes. Um, well, there might be one there too, 40 people um, who created this game. And it's an open world game where you play as a person and it's the world is filled with these monsters with magical powers um, that you catch with pal spheres, which are ball shaped things that oh, wow. okay. go out and catch them. And um, But uh, unlike a, a straight up Pokemon game, you know, there's a uh, base building and survival element to it. So, you know, if you get uh, too hungry, you have to go find food. If uh, you go to a colder climate, you have to have warm clothes. Um, And part of the fun is, you know, you're catching these different pals out there in the world, and um, you bring them back to your base. And as you build up a base, they can like farm resources for you. They can start growing food for you. They can help you make more power balls. They can help you like build your, your fort up, you know? Um, so, and then you can like, just like in Pokemon, you can like breed pals to make new higher level ones or different species ones and whatnot. Um, and it's really fun, man. It's, it's a complete ripoff of several games. Um, <laughs> like not only is there obviously the Pokemon element, but there's a game out there called arc, which is a very similar premise with the survival aspect and catching creatures and stuff. And then um, it's also a uh, very similar to um, breath of the wild legend of Zelda, like the font for the title even looks vaguely like it. And when you like unlock a new fast travel point, it's got the little piano sound that, you know, you've, you know, unlocked something new. It's like, you know, kind of thing. Um, but, you know, other games have taken inspiration from you know past games before too the the thing that's crazy about this one is um they've sold 12 million copies on Steam and uh they just topped 19 million players total so that's about seven million on on Xbox game pass um which is crazy like it's a crazy um number of people playing that game game you know uh it beat um i think it beat counter-strike as the the most concurrent players uh, ever on a on a game um it's absolutely insane um but man it's really fun and one thing one thing that's kind of interesting about it is that um there's when the game was first released there was no like There's no uh, remote servers for controlled by PAL world, right? Like there's like when you play Call of Duty, the thing that lets you and me play together whenever we want is that there are Call of Duty servers sitting somewhere, right? Where, you know, I jump on and we're on a server and then you jump on and we say, hey, let's play together you know it links us up on the same machine essentially network together and we can play that way if I want to play by myself I can play and if you want to play by yourself you can play. Power World there wasn't that when it initially started. So what me and my friends have had to do is we've gone in together on a server um that you can rent from this company uh it I think it's called like ooh like indifferent broccoli or something like that. It's some weird name. And the and the logo is like this broccoli that's just like <laughs> but uh yeah so we paid for it it's like i forget what it is like 16 dollars a month or something but there's like eight of us or something so uh we've gotten in on that so now we have a shared world so like i can jump on anytime time and i can see what what my buddies have also built up in their world and like uh we each have our own separate box of pals um but you we can all put some in on on our shared basis to kind of you know, run the farm and stuff like that.
0: I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about that, man. I feel like this is the start of, like, um, you know, uh, companies like, wait, we don't have to pay for a server? These guys are willing to pay for a server? Oh, we can offset that cost to them? I don't know if I like that, man. It's going to be like those... uh, like downloading skins and what, like, you know, what started with like an incomplete games and like, you have to like pay to get new stuff or I don't know. I don't like it.
1: You know, I think, I think it's mostly because it's such a, it's from a small independent publisher. Um, I don't think that, that this will ever get to the point where like someone like call of duty would do this um, or halo or what have you. Um, I think it's mostly because this is a small independent studio and this is not even the full game. It's an early access game, which is very common on PC, but not very common on console. Um, so it's, it's like not the full version of the game necessarily. So um, I assume, you know, the game was like 30 bucks with 12 million copies, you know, whatever twenty twelve million 12 million times 30 is these guys have just raked in some dough. So I'm sure that there will be some, you know, new features coming and maybe they'll, you know, buy up a server farm or something. So you won't have to do that, but man, it, it's, it's pretty crazy. Um, and it's a fun game. I, I recommend everyone give it a try. If you got a PC, um, like th- there's also like, you know, there's bad guys who are out there who will like shoot you and stuff. And he, like, like I said, there are guns in the thing. So you can go out when you start out, you start with nothing. So you just to catch a pal. You have to weaken it. So you just go out and start beating the shit out of this little, like Pokemon. And then it's like, Oh, he's weak now and throw the ball at it and it catches it. Then eventually, you know, you're out there with a freaking machine gun. You're like, gah, 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 gah. And, and you're shooting the pals and stuff until they get low enough to catch them. It, it's awesome. And then the people, you know, there's the, the bad guys, like the essential team rocket stand in kind of thing. Um, You know, those guys, people soon discovered that you could throw a ball at them and catch them too. <laughs> and so, like, now you have these these people imprisoned in this pow ball. It's crazy, man. It's a crazy game. <laughs> and it's got just enough, like, just enough, like, low-budget jank in there to make it funny and hilarious. But it's still a fun world to explore. It Like, parts of it are, are amazing. It's a huge map. And um, you know they they only have plans to make it bigger and better kind of thing, and it's got some really like dark like lore and stuff behind the um, some of the pals and stuff. Um, like I forget, I think I, I think I saw one earlier today where it was like um, it, it was like this one pal like had a, oh here it is a hang you. Its gigantic arms can rip apart even iron. As a particularly cruel form of execution, serious criminals would be strung up in a public square and hang you would tear its skin right from their bones. Cool. And it's like, it's like oh, you can't really see it. It's this is cool little, it's like this cute little guy with arms. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's wild. It's a hey, wild. Give, give him a gun
0: and watch him go nuts.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, cool, guys. Well, that that uh, wraps up for our nerdy confessions. We'll take a quick short little break, and when we come back, let's talk some Fantastic Four. Let's talk some Marvel. We'll be right back. and we're back all right christian we've been waiting for the fantastic four for quite some time and i think a lot of fans of the mcu marvel cinematic universe have been waiting for a good marvel movie for a while now
0: it's been kind of rough slim pickings lately, yeah not you say yeah i mean i didn't i started uh, echo and i didn't i didn't finish it man i saw like half of the first episode I fell asleep and then i just haven't picked it up but I mean I'm going to obviously but um I don't know I think I, I think it's easy to say but I think I'm starting to have a little bit of fucking superhero fatigue man um I was you know I I'm feeling a little bit the, the same way but I don't think it's so much
1: superhero fatigue as it is like I'm tired of them just like releasing whatever and expecting us to gobble it up you know what I mean there's been some like less than stellar movies coming out recently like we talked about the marvels you know which was there were fun parts but overall the movie was not very good um and then you know the even the head of uh like the marvel tv shows um or bob Igar, bob Igar, the ceo of disney um he said that they had oversaturated with the tv shows and i agree i think they put out Too many shows too fast, and some of the quality suffered on them. You know, Secret Invasion was like a bummer, Um, and it just you know they're they're not delivering on the the quality product that we were so spoiled with in the days of like Phase One, Two, and Three. You know, so yeah,
0: I mean that's I mean I was thinking about that earlier before um, before recording, and it's just like they're not they're not really making good standalone movies it's just like okay this is going to lead to this this is going to lead to that and like that's what made everything before Avengers was so great because everything was well its
1: own movie yeah yeah
0: and you know yes it would tie in eventually but it just felt like its own its own package but even after you know like um Captain America um, Winter Soldier was so was so good and and
1: well the Captain America movies felt like Captain America movies and the Iron yeah. Man movies felt like Iron Man movies, and the Thor movies felt like Thor movies. W- when you have a movie like Miss Marvel, or uh, I'm sorry, the Marvels, it's like I don't think that I don't think that movie knew what it wanted to be. And uh, even in that episode, if you guys go back and check it out, we offered like some cool like alternate versions of it that would have been interesting. I think um, that would have been more fun to explore those characters, but it's just like, it's just, you know, that movie, what it really felt like was, Hey, you know, remember that one TV show and remember that other TV show and that side character from that show. And remember that other character from that other movie. Well, now they're all together and we don't know exactly what to do with them. We'll have them fight this one bad guy who isn't very well developed and has a power that no one really understands. It's just, it doesn't have that like planned out thought out you know uh structure that that we got used to for the rest. yeah of and
0: the I, I like i just i just want to see movies that like take uh, um a different approach other than ragnarok you know right. like even even um you know the scarlet witch show i don't remember the, the name Wanda- Wanda, WandaVision. wandavision was so good was mm-hmm. so good and it like was different what? It was different not everything had to be joke joke there was like some parts where, like even on the first episode where she's like confused and like even the uh the characters that were in it were like had some horror like, movies like, yeah like horror, like they were staring directly into the camera and they looked like they were about to cry and it's like oh shit what what is going on you know
1: yeah and, like, and Loki was also a very different feeling show yeah and like this we, we talked about the second season of that and how much we enjoyed that you know so i think i think that marvel is ripe for you know a comeback um i'm very excited for daredevil reborn or born again born again i guess it is
0: yeah um, if if they take the approach of the netflix and just yeah. stick to it you know just stick to the feeling they had you know like you know street level crime you know uh, kingpin being super brutal like maybe a joke once one or two an episode but not oversaturated just very well well
1: there you know that's the thing that you know um that i think people get wrong sometimes is like they're like oh you know everything's a joke a minute and you know you can't you know i want something serious and like like if you look back at the daredevil uh show on netflix which i've rewatched multiple times now there's some humor in there from time to time you know when like foggy and and matt murdoch are like shooting the shit at the bar or something or you know he's trying to have the blind guy you know pick out the hot chick at the bar or whatever you know there's there's humor when it's appropriate but he shouldn't be out there like you know maiming a bunch of bad guys and like stomping them into the ground and then cracking one-liners that's not who that character is
0: yeah that's no, that's Spider-Man. Spider-Man. yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's for sure you know that's not it's not daredevil yeah yeah
1: but when he puts on the daredevil mask he is you know daredevil the man without fear and that's a different that's a different vibe so i'm hoping that's good um and i think from what i've heard like they've been going back to you know they went back to the drawing board a couple of times but now it's sounding like you know they brought back a lot of the original cast Deborah Ann walls back in it guy who played foggy's back in it um i think they're bringing back bullseye um so like i i have high hopes for it and i think like if that goes well and now if if the fantastic 4 you know now that we have this casting news sounds like it's probably at least headed in a good direction um i think we could have like a revitalization of the mcu um so let's talk about pedro pascal do you th- what do you think of that casting as him as mr fantastic
0: i mean i'm 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 jazzed about it i know uh, there's been a few people on twitter like he's too old like oh you're going to start with a guy who's 50 years old and was like well i mean Sure, <laughs> why not? I mean, I, I, Mr. Fantastic has never struck me as like a 20 year old. No, he's you know, he's like got the little gray on his temples, which yeah,
1: no, see, I'm starting to get a little bit of that.
0: <laughs> I mean, he's supposed to be, uh, you know, like one of the smartest guys in the Marvel Universe, right? Uh, you know, people, a lot of characters always went to him for like advice, you know, anything outside of like magic stuff that's usually like science. It's, yeah, it's him and Tony, um, yeah, he's like the smartest so man in the Marvel Universe, right? Because he could stretch his brain. <laughs> yeah i mean he's always kind of i've always to me he's always kind of struck me like as like the father figure of a, for a lot of characters so like yeah. no nah, it doesn't bother me at all you know i mean it does kind of suck i guess in the sense that how many movies can we get but makeup you
1: know pedro well, Pascal still looks pretty squirrely you well, know here's the thing with mr fantastic too He he's like yes pedro pascal is like 50 years old or whatever right um but at the same time like any action scenes with Mr. Fantastic, it's going to be his head on a CG body. Yeah, You know what I mean? So it's not like someone like Captain America, who's got to be doing like flips and hand-to-hand combat constantly, right? Um, so like we could potentially get, you know, you know, a decade out of, you know, Pedro playing, you know, uh, Mr. Fantastic. And that wouldn't be that crazy when we could see the character develop, you know, as it goes on. Yeah, he that... can
0: work out. Look at Hugh Jackman. Yeah,
1: guy's in fucking seventy, still doing Wolverine shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now, who do you think you know? Who Who would be like some of your picks for some of the other Fantastic Four?
0: You know, like there's been I, I was looking at people that they're talking about, and um, I kind of like. I know there was talks to Seth Rogen before for um uh, for the thing. And but so, like, now what's floating around is um, I'm probably gonna get this wrong, but uh, Ebon Moss, uh, Bacharach, um, he's from um, the bear, you know, his cousin. Oh, okay, I think he would be kind of good, you know, like, he's he's definitely got like, you know, the the street guy who's like, you know, he's not not like very he, he's not a scientist. Pretty- yeah. it's
1: like the rough and tumble friend, you know?
0: Yeah, like he is, but he isn't, but you know, he's he's kind of street level. Um, uh, so Part of gold. Yeah. Like, like I think... Rough I think, exterior. I think he would be good. I, 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 I think I'd really... I really like the actor, too, and he hasn't really... I haven't seen him in anything too huge. You know, so I think he... Yeah, would, he always
1: kind of plays a side character, but yeah. I, I think is, that would be
0: cool. He would be a side character here, but with the potential of, like, him having some pretty good... Uh, good parts because the thing does get like some pretty like if there's like the serious like kind of like gets the short end of the stick and is always getting screwed over it's always the thing you know and that guy plays it well so yeah (laughs) uh, absolutely i think think it would be good casting i'd be down for that
1: yeah i think so too i think that would be a a fun casting um i you know i think like for like johnny storm you know like i don't know if he'd, he'd be the right character for it now um, but I always thought like a Zac Efron would be a good Johnny Storm, kind of like the the you know the Playboy doesn't take anything too seriously yeah. kind of guy. I always thought he would be pretty cool. You have to slim uh, down
0: a little bit after wrestler.
1: Yeah, that, that uh, <laughs> the what was what was that movie called? The
0: was it was it wrestling now? Iron Claw. Iron Claw. Yeah yeah, 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 that was a good movie. It well, was really good. Sad, but yeah, really good. <laughs> really sad. <laughs> No, like uh, um, I definitely, I was like, do respect to Zach Efron, man. Like, did a great job on that.
1: You know who? You know who else I wouldn't mind as a uh, Johnny Storm, and I think uh, John Boyega. You know, I think, I think that would be a cool role for him to come out of like the being pigeonholed into Star Wars. <laughs> um, I think he would be a fun character to kind of see him do, like the nonchalant. You know, doesn't care about anything.
0: Plus, also piss off all the people. You know, it's not gonna be oh, white yeah,
1: guys. Piss off the woke crowd or the unwoke crowd.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. And for Sue Storm, you know, you know, one thing, like what I would love to see, it would never happen. It would never happen. But Chris Evans to bring him back. <laughs> oh, as Johnny Storm. As Johnny Storm. The yeah. goes like to see him go from like you know being like the perfect guy. Boy Scout. Yeah, oh, yeah, the Boy Scout to go back into Johnny Storm like it would be great I mean you kind of could do it because the whole multiverse like oh it's just like you know that's just yeah. him that's how he looks like there but I know they would never do it but I'd be down
1: yeah I, I think you know he honestly when you go back and watch those movies he, he played that character really really well yeah absolutely say what you will about the original Fantastic Four movies Um like they weren't great obviously but the casting wasn't bad. Yeah. You know, they did a fairly good job on casting. Um and then like Sue Storm, that's kind of a tough one. Um honestly, like she might be a little too young for it, but like that uh um what's her name? Sydney Sweeney from that euphoria. You know, she'll get some butts and seats for sure as the Invisible Woman. But she's she'd be a little young for old Pedro. Oh yeah. Um I liked I liked the Emily Blunt casting back when everyone thought John Krasinski was gonna be uh
0: yeah.
1: a Mr. Fantastic. I wouldn't mind yeah. that.
0: Yeah, she can still do it, you know. Yeah, you don't have to do everything. Again, ever.
1: again like she, she doesn't have to do action scenes, she just goes like this and then goes invisible and then you know they make CG shoes fly around and stuff.
0: Yeah. So she I think force fields, you know, just bloop, bloop,
1: bloop, bloop. yep, yep. Yeah. Now how do you think they're going to introduce the Fantastic Four? Um, I think the are going like you know theory that we've had for a while now, or at least the one that I've floated is that you know they were they've been stuck in the negative zone for you know X amount of years. That's why we haven't heard of them in the MCU at all, right? Because they're supposed to be like the first family of of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and like I like the idea of them going into the negative zone during a, an experiment of some sort. And being stuck there and time kind of dilating so they've been like they still think it's the 60s and so they come out in the like the blue leotard fantastic four stuff and then they have to kind of like relearn what the modern world's about i think that would be kind of interesting
0: yeah you know, and it, it could work because the what the stuff they've been doing with the with the quantum realm like oh time works different down there you know it's not the same and so um yeah i mean i could see it working Um mm-hmm. I haven't tried to map it out in my head how they would do it, honestly. Um okay. I, I don't know. I mean they could also pull like, you know, now with the uh multiple dimensions and you know, they they could just pull, oh, they were just there. I mean, they've already kind of did it with um with the Doctor Strange movie where they already showed Mr. Fantastic, like, oh, you know, they just didn't resi- they didn't exist in this reality, but they exist there and they got pulled in because there's gonna be some kind of multi-dimensional, you know. World. event where they have to pull in they're like oh well, we just got to stay here you know you know Absolutely. Um, there's, there's a bunch of ways they can do it
1: now do you think i do you think they should go dr doom right away with the fantastic four
0: you know that's kind of what i was thinking about right like if they're doing their own movie like who would they go with yeah. um it's rough man because dr doom is one of my favorite villains I know. and so um good. and like obviously yeah i would love to see him pop up but like i i I think they should give him um, the Thanos treatment, Treat like, like where he's kind of like later on. Um, I wouldn't mind like a,
1: like maybe a, I don't know because I don't really I don't really like how they did the Doctor Doom without his mask in the original Fantastic Four movies, but that would be kind of an interesting thing where he's he's just kind of like a heel turn halfway through the movie you think he's their friend but then he turns out to be you know pulling the strings of whatever bad things happening in the movie um and then at the end you know he has his accident and you know gets the mask on um but i don't know if i really want that you know i like i would prefer almost that he gets revealed as pulling the strings in the background he's already wearing green he's already got the mask on And, you know, he's doing Dr. Doom stuff. Um, But I would also like it for, like, him to start in maybe a Fantastic Four movie or at the end of a Fantastic Four movie as Dr. Doom, the politician slash, um, you know, scientist. And then maybe have him show up in a future like Doctor Strange or Shang-Chi movie or something like that where he's learning the dark arts. And then eventually we see him in, like, A Secret Wars or what have you, where he's got magic, technology, money and power, and his intelligence. And then that's when we see, like, the true Doctor Doom kind of thing.
0: See, I would love that if they did it, like, you know, in one movie, he's kind of like a background character and he's learning, like, like the dark arts. Because uh, I think a lot of people forget he is a high-level um, sorcerer. Right. Um, that
1: that also came later in his in his story. Originally, yeah. it was just kind of he had a power suit and some robots that looked like him, you know. Um, so I, I think it would be cool if they like if we got to see that progression of his character. You yeah. know, very very rarely in the MCU have we seen one bad guy kind of like I don't know, like growing as a character and changing. Loki is the one, but he, you know, he obviously turned into a good guy or at least an anti-hero of some sort, but like. You know, Thanos, when we see Thanos, he's already like collecting the infinity stones. He's already conquered all the worlds. He's already badass Thanos. You know what I mean? Like to see Dr. Doom, you know, get thwarted, but maybe not beaten, you know, and then to see him like popping up in other movies, like behind all these things that are like getting worse and worse, leading to some large event, whether that's Secret Wars or something beyond that. I think it would be cool to see him develop as a bad guy, gaining more powers. That we get to see that along the way, not just like Thanos, where he's like one movie's like ooh, one, two, three, four, five stones. All right, let's do this, and then it's over kind of thing. You know,
0: I'd be down. I mean, I think another way that could work because i have already introduced a character as a submariner. <clears throat> you know, yeah. Namor. Um, he's already start off as a villain. Just let him continue as a villain. Plus, you know, the conflict between him, you know, Miss Fantastic and yeah, uh, yeah, she's got to pick between which Latin dude she wants, you know, yeah. one or the other, <laughs> which yeah. Latin. Number. Um, I think I think that would work. Um, and then uh, slowly, I mean, we can see, you know, Miss Fantastic turning, uh, Submariner, you know, on the on the side of good, right? Um, and then yeah, it could tie into the mutants later, so um i can see at that angle too now I, and i know we just talked about like how we want to see it be a little bit more serious and not as not as goofy but uh mole man might be kind of good but because he yeah. was like of their firsts yeah um, like i could but...
1: see that and it you know it it's like we don't need world ending stories in every movie i think you know you you kind of paint yourself into a corner with that and you have a hard time explaining like why aren't the avengers helping out here like it could be Mole Man. It could be, you know, uh, something to do with the Negative Zone and you know some you know entity from there. I don't know that many Fantastic Four bad guys, but Nihilus,
0: yeah, the, Man, Mephisto,
1: yeah. I think the Me- Mephisto, if he's gonna show up anywhere, it's gonna be like like a Doctor Strange or Ghost Rider type,
0: yeah.
1: Thing, going although
0: on. I would love, I would love to see the conflict between. Okay, here is a team of science versus a fucking demon you know like how is how are you gonna deal with this science-wise like uh, because what i wouldn't want to see and then this is my only hesitance with dr doom is like i'm getting kind of sick of like when it's when it's iron man when you get the introduction oh you know uh another villain that's basically iron man
1: yeah
0: (laughs) or um you know oh captain america oh you know red skull who's basically you know yeah super soldier so i i think it'd be kind of cool to see like okay here's one type of heroes and here's a different how are they
1: how are they going to deal with something they like how are you going to deal with it
0: so like i i would love to see that um you know obviously eventually i would love to see galactus but again that could be and
1: uh, again i think that's something that that can totally be set up in the future like i i think the problem with the the fox uh fantastic four movies and even um even the fan fan four stick the later one that came out i think that um they, they kind of like everyone they they put all their you know eggs in one basket with like dr dooms there then silver surfer and galactus it's like okay well those are like the two biggest well-known threats to the fantastic four like now where do you go once that's over? You know what I mean. So I hope they I hope they come up with something good. I'm really looking forward to seeing that movie and seeing the MCU version of the Fantastic Four. And I think Pedro is a good a good leading man to to you know kind of renew the faith in the uh, the MCU because they've been stumbling for a while. But
0: you know yeah. some other talks of another actor for um, uh, I forgot to mention johnny storm was a joseph quinn from uh stranger things um eddie so
1: i don't know if i i don't know if i like eddie i don't know he seems seems a little too young but maybe like i wouldn't be opposed to like the the uh the younger hemsworth but he's going to be the witcher i guess um but uh yeah or you know what there's that other the the like the hot athlete dude from euphoria would be a pretty good one he's a pretty young kid i haven't and seen
0: euphoria so i don't know those does watch that
1: you gotta watch that show because you know it makes uh it makes our uh high school days seem pretty tame <laughs> um let me see what his name is his name is jacob alordi i think he would be a great uh johnny storm for sure and then uh yeah Sydney Sid- Sweeney is probably a little too young for for what's his face Pedro Pascal but yeah let's I, ho- I hope good things are coming with the Fantastic Four it's exciting that we're actually seeing some stuff being announced there's even some controversy with like the um the director apparently posted something on Instagram somewhat confirming it and then his Instagram account got deleted <laughs> so Disney's like fuck shut your mouth you know so <laughs> But uh, let us know what you guys think. Uh, do you like guys like the casting of Pedro Pascal as Mister Fantastic? Um, do you think you know? What are your hopes for the Fantastic formula we We'd love to hear it down in the comments. While you're down there, make sure you like and subscribe. It helps us out, um, and we're glad to be back because it's, it's fun doing the podcast again. It's uh, it had been too long, right? Well, thank you, Christian, for uh, you know being my ben Grimm to my mr fantastic <laughs> couldn't couldn't do it without you i'll take <laughs> and it to, and to all the nerds out there remember you're not alone You're a friend. this is nerds and friends thank you Good night.